technically episode 12 right now. Um, It's been a a minute since I last recorded, so I thought I'd just record today. Um, It's been a little crazy the last little bit, so I realized I hadn't recorded in like a week's plus time. So to catch up my personal life, and this is going to be the life of you guys return missionaries after who knows how long, but a lot quicker than you think. Um, I went for uh, in my job. So I work a job I don't like, as a lot of people and a lot of you guys will do, until you find your passion and or just follow your passion. Follow the jobs that feed your passion. Don't do it the other way, um, where it's just a good finances, like as far as like stability financially. I don't know. It's a fine line. However, you find yourself in my boat. I'm un- I'm unhappy. I try to be undeniable in my job in the sense of like, very good at my job um that everyone knows like yeah if you know they're talking about you like yeah ben he does his job he does his work he does he does it well um so i i I make sure to keep that fine line but then i've started you know not to push past that because um in my mind the story i've told myself so much is that they'll take advantage of you they'll take advantage of good people that might come from my dad. I don't know. Regardless, that's it is what it is. It's the reality because I, I keep on telling myself that. And so anyways, I'm working a job I don't love. And uh, to to a big point, I, I freaking hate it. A lot of it I hate. I, I'm not doing something that I can truly help people with. Um, and it's just a good it enables me to buy a dang house. That's all it does right now. And to buy two new cars. Things like that. Like it's an it's enabling me to get out of debt in the first place by a very a lot quicker amount. But it's not at all what I, I feel I should be doing. So it's not permanent. However, here I am in this job I, I hate and don't care much about. And um I'm asked, you know, I finally tell them I want to move on. Like as far as like in in that certain specific position where um, I'm once again getting a little underpaid and not a little, a a good amount underpaid for how much I was working, you know, working every day around 12 to 14 hours every day and then working weekends too. Now this had happened for I think two months straight and then my wife's like, hey, you're not doing good emotionally, mentally, you're not happy, she can see it. I'm I'm just like short. I'm stressed out. Third month of it, yeah. Finally, I said something, and then they change it um, for the fourth month. So they offered me a position in management, and and to get out of that position. So I go against um, this lady who is amazing, and I love her name is Julie. She's and I and I said by far like the hardest worker I know. Someone I would follow. And I'm talking to the interviewers and they're doing training specifically, you know, days, you know, a couple of days after. And, um, one of them, he's, he's my boss. He's, well, he's the, all the, the people in my job, he's like their director and in my position. And he, and I'm asking him about his dad. I'm like, so what about your dad? What does your dad do? He's like, oh, he does something he absolutely hates and he's done his entire life. And I had just finished talking about him and this job. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. And so we find ourselves in the exact same position. He, in that sense, relates to me. He does not like what he's doing, I'm sure. But it's a good 
he has a kid now. He's kind of stuck. And that's why I'm so hesitant to have a kid because then I'm kind of stuck. I don't want to be my dad. I don't want to be stuck. I don't want to be his dad. I don't want to be him. I don't want to be a lot of people, my coworkers, who are stuck. Because now they're in a spot where they can't make pivots as quickly as they would like to. Because they have kids. So, I'm also on this time crunch where if Rachel and I don't have kids, she wants to leave me pretty much. Um, She wants kids bad. And I don't care so much to have kids right now. I do like the thought of it, but the thought of having to take care of them and really have a good life for them um, is daunting right now because I just don't have it. I don't see it yet in, in like this job. Um, not the level of father I would like to have. Like they would not have a happy father. So guys, things, elders and sisters, I guess, things to think about. Find a job that you love. Find a job that fuels your flame and passion and your joy. It may not pay the best, but stay in it. Move up in it. You know, um, see if there's positions that can help pay more for it so it makes more more sense Uh, if your your i guess your job title doesn't exist that's something i'm trying to do create it create a job title that exists that feeds that passion in that job um so yeah there i am i'm this is me so i i I didn't get the job they moved me in a better position where i'm getting paid more but i'm still working pretty awful hours and um, I'm, they're moving me back to the office or moving everyone to the office, trying to transition back. And, and I have come to love, absolutely adore completely a thousand percent grateful to be able to work alone at home. It's just me and my dog, the little fluff ball, Gus, Gus, Gus. And I'm going to miss that. I hate the fact that I have to work every day in office while Gus is alone. And, and I don't know, I'm just weird about that, but I, I don't. If I don't like, I don't like to work with the people in the office because I feed off everyone's emotions. And in the office, it's just anxiety and stress. And usually down, people are Debbie Downers. So the culture of it doesn't exist. It's just like really stressed out, stressful job. And then the commute on top of it. So um, guys, don't, if you find yourself in a position like me, get out. You, if you are 25, 27, you are not too old do something now it's okay to move back to your parents basement and live rent free until you figure something out stop listening to what the societal cues tell you is wrong do what is best if it allows you to save money then go home you know if your parents and you have the relationship to get free rent until you can get something stable you know on your feet again and then go um, 25 and 27 yeah Utah it is not too old believe me once you're 30 then okay it's different, but you're still dumb. And then, and, and so you're, you realize in your twenties, you're just figuring it out and you should be able to mess up a lot. And it's actually a lot, it's people have a lot more grace for those in your twenties. Like, Oh, you're back at your parents. Oh, how old are you? 26. Oh, okay. That's okay. Right. He's just a young pup, especially when you become 40 and 50. Like, Holy crap. Those kids are babies. Um, so yeah, guys, don't be dumb. <laughs> Stop caring about that. And that's something I need to remind myself too. I'm now 31, so I also still feel like a young pup, but also a dumb young pup that's trying to not be dumb anymore. So there's my little message. Um, I hope it helps in some kind of way when you guys are 
trying to, you know, get a promotion or have those hard conversations and people aren't going to bring it up for you. So you bring it up. You be the one to say, you know what, this needs to be said. And that's one thing I told my employer. I'm like, if you want a happy Ben, then you're going to allow me to work from home. Am I going to have to do that again? Yes, I'm trying to be very, you know, I'm trying to work well with them. So I'm trying to give them wiggle room. But I'm going to say that against once I, I told them the whole month of August, I'll be there. And then that's it. So, um, yeah, stand up for yourself, just like you had to on the mission. Um, and this is something cool that I, I came across that I think is also very good to share. Um, and, and it, anyways, it's very similar. I can understand relate because I was very, very obese after my mission. And so this guy was obese. Obviously he was bigger frame, taller. So he's bigger. He was like 350 pounds. Um, I, I got to like probably like 245s, 250, which is still fat, fat, fat for my height. You know, he's six something. I'm like 5'8". So um, anyways, we're both obese. He talks about how the starting was the hardest, right? And he wants to really change. And he walked these hills and he just walked around the neighborhood, but there was hills. Uh, anyways, he loses 100 pounds. And he takes a 100 pound vest to kind of remind him that this is what he was used to walk around with and then he does that same walk and he says he was dying um it nearly killed him he felt like uh, he wanted to puke but he had gotten used to getting you know being so light 100 pounds lighter and this 100 pound vest was killing him and he realized at that point that he always had it in him and that and that we all all of us always had it in us so your greatness, your you know divine potential, we've always had it in us. It's God-given gift, bred into your genetics. So you always have that. You've always had that potential, that gift. Um, and sometimes it takes something like that to realize it. That he realized that he was actually the toughest um, when at that point when he started. So you may feel like oh, I can't, because X Y Z. But you've always had it in you. You always will have it in you. It's just a matter of like realizing that. Or having life's, you know, life happen to you. That helps you realize that. That you've always had it in you. Um, so that's just something to, to think about. That like we are typically are at our toughest in our worst place. And that really is what life teaches us. Is like in those hard situations that you can do it. So of course you can do it in a better spot. So. I don't know if that translated as well as he translated it. You can check out his podcast. He does swear a lot. Andy Frizzelli. Um, But that's something that you guys can go ahead and check out if you want to. Anyways, love you guys. Please start this morning in a positive, uplifting way. If it's a day or night, then start the next day in a good spot. The more you take care of you, yourself, and this is like talking about even like physically mental your take care of your shell that embodies your soul the better and easier it'll be to share your soul with others okay but take care of yourself first that capsule that carries around your v8 engine or who knows it might be a little prius v6 v4 (laughs) four cylinder i mean um just whatever it may be okay guys keep take care of your body Go out, do something so you can more easily take care of your soul, therefore translating into more easily take care of others and think of others.
and always be grateful.